stay angry that the government want to take all this from us. Stay angry that Highways England want to plough four lanes of HGV traffic through this. It will just be an environmental disaster. It will be an emotional disaster. It will be a mental health disaster. Any work that will disturb the cap on that site has the potential to release dioxins, asbestos fibres, polychlorinated biphenyls, chemicals that are proven to be carcinogenic or harmful to health. People are still unaware at just how severe and how detrimental the plans are. The amount of pollution, literally just killing people off. All the distress that continual traffic causes all the time, the noise, the particulates, so we've got to find a way to deal with this, but building another road is not the answer. Welcome back to We Said No, our podcast to highlight the campaign to save Rimrose Valley Country Park in North Liverpool from National Highway's destructive plans to build a road through it. This episode covers the latest in our series of public demonstrations. On Friday, 26th of August, a group of local supporters consisting of children, parents and grandparents hit the road and boarded a coach to Manchester. Good morning. We're just standing outside the Plaza Cinema. Next step on the coach. The reason for the trip to Manchester was twofold. Outdoor clothing company Patagonia have been long-time supporters of our campaign, providing us with vital funding to continue our work during the COVID-19 pandemic at a time when traditional fundraising simply wasn't possible. Patagonia ring fence a percentage of their profits to support grassroots organisations who are keen to maintain the fight against climate emergency and to protect essential green spaces that are rich in biodiversity, like Rimrose Valley. We wanted to return the favour by visiting their flagship store to say thank you in person. Their wonderful staff made us feel right at home, providing drinks and amazing vegan cakes along with materials for us to make placards for our protest march. Everyone got stuck in. Well, here we are in Manchester, right outside the Patagonia store, just about to go in to meet the campaign team who've given us so much help towards our efforts to save Rimrose Valley. Hello! There's materials here, so colourful pens, loads of cardboard, fill your boots. And we'll be here for the, uh, I think we're going to have some uh, snacks and stuff. And yeah, that's it really. Um, other than just to say huge thanks again in person to Patagonia. The second reason for choosing to visit Manchester is that it is home to the regional headquarters of National Highways, the public body that is responsible for the plans to bulldoze Rimrose Valley. Over the past five years, we have responded to consultations, written letters, sent emails and attended information events, all to no avail. National Highways simply cannot entertain the possibility that what they are doing is wrong. Instead, we wanted to take our message right to their door and Patagonia shut up shop to join us on our march. Shall we get going? We don't want no dirty roads. I don't care what you've been told. We don't want no dirty roads. Stick your dirty highways. Stick your dirty highways. Stick your dirty highway up your bum. 
we marched along the streets, armed with letters, pictures and messages prepared by local school children in the final weeks of their summer term. The purpose of this was to show National Highways just how much the young people understand the issues associated with road building and how vital it is that Rimrose Valley and places like it are protected. We had requested that a representative of National Highways come out to accept these from the children present on the day. Before this, Stu highlighted some of the issues and key arguments against the road proposal. When we started out campaigning against this road, it was just purely, look after, you know, we want our green space. But as time's gone on, we've learned how interconnected all these things are. And little old Rimrose Valley is connected to the climate emergency. If we keep bulldozing green space and letting CO2 into the atmosphere and facilitating more and more transport, that we're on a road to ruin, literally. You didn't realise that was intended. <laughs> Um, but transport is the UK's single biggest emitter of CO2 emissions. While CO2 emissions are coming down in every other sector, transport's still going up. So you don't solve that problem by building more roads. There's also an air quality crisis in this country and in the UK. And air quality, obviously, is a huge issue for us in South Sefton. We've got some of the worst life expectancy figures in the UK. Um, you can live in one part of South Sefton and live 12 years on average less than somebody who lives just one or two miles away. That is wrong. Um, National Highways will say well, we're removing some of that pollution away from people's houses, but we know that they're taking it to a place where people go for sanctuary for clean air. Um, clean air is something that's massively important to members of our team. Um, and there's a destruction of biodiversity and vital habitat. Again, we knew that destroying green space was not, not a good thing, but the amount of pollinators that use run rows, we've got bats, we've got barn owls, roe deer have recently made their home. It is an incredible habitat. And again, we're on the precipice really in terms of looking after our green space. If we keep bulldozing it, our kids aren't gonna have any future. Plants will stop getting pollinated, and guess what, we run out of food. Then there's the mental health aspect. We've all relied on Rimrose Valley so much for you know, solace and, and, and a bit of headspace at the best of times, but at the worst of times when COVID was happening, it was the only way for families to meet up safely and friends and families when all the rules were in place. And, you know, my family did it and I know countless others did. And where we live, again, not many people are lucky enough to have gardens or yards and it was essential. So without that, we'd be, we'd be lost. Physical health, is, it sounds obvious, but Rimrose Valley is surrounded by football pitches. There's football pitches on it and people use it to cycle to and from work, to run. We've got two running club space there. If we compromise this space by putting a road all the way through it, and let's say for argument's sake the running track remains where people can run up and cycle alongside the road, what are they breathing in? They're breathing in awful stuff which will shorten their lives. Um, and then there's this issue of induced demand. It's a free theory that's been proven scientifically that conversely, when you build a new road, you don't solve problems, you get more traffic. There's a road by us, and I'm sure people will all know roads alongside them where a bypass is opened, and then for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, it's like, yeah, brilliant, solve the problem. What happens, it gets more and more full. And before you know it, you've created two polluting roads, and that's exactly what's happened in South Sefton with another bypass by us. We firmly believe that that's all that would happen with this road. And then the sort of elephant in the room really is big business and central government. Peelpool separate the port of Liverpool, and that's what this banner's for, Liverpool here, or Liverpool. And they own swathes of land in the northwest, and their master plan is to connect the port of Liverpool all the way to Port Salford, and pretty much take whatever they want in between. 
Um, they're a private body, they lobby government. We know that they lobbied for the Port of Liverpool Access Road because we've got freedom of information requests saying that. Um, it is wrong that a private or company gets to determine how public money is spent. So rather than seeing it as a problem, which they are, they need to start engaging with the community and engaging with government and engaging with National Highways and the Department for Transport and say, do you know what? Let's acknowledge the impact that we're having on these communities and come up with something better. Which leads me on to lastly, there are better ways of doing things. You get freight off-road, you put it onto rail uh, wagons so any containerised freight and any aggregates can go out by rail. If that takes a little bit longer than moving it by HB, HGV, so what? Because it's the people who are living 12 years less than the people who live a couple of miles away that are paying the price at the moment. And very lastly, there's even more innovative ways to get stuff in and out of ports these days. It's not a pipe, well it is a pipe dream, it's a freight pipeline. Um, and that technology exists today. Other ports in the world are implementing this stuff. Um, you put the freight from the port into an underground or overground pipeline. It's moved with no CO2 emissions because it's all electrically powered. And it could be even renewable electricity generated on, uh, on Berber Bank, our, our, power, uh, our local power station. But the point is, it's zero emission and it respects the climate emergency. These are the kind of policies that we need to be pursuing. This government says an awful lot about levelling up and it does absolutely nothing to deliver it. We've got seven times less expenditure per head on infrastructure projects in the north than they do in the south. And that is just fundamentally wrong. It's, it's a UK government, they govern for everybody. So they're the kind of things that we're fighting for. They're the key messages and let's just all bear that in our minds. And I think... Hopefully any time now, National Highways will be ready to come down. Um, and it's Stuart Jones, Regional Delivery Director. And if we could film and photograph, please, that would be amazing. Here he is, and let's give him a round of applause. To their credit, and after a little bit of persuasion, National Highways agreed to come out, and we were joined by their Regional Delivery Director, Stuart Jones. Children from Fourfield Infants presented him with their work and we read out excerpts from just a few of the powerful letters that had been written. And this is from Sarah from Our Lady Star of the Sea. I'm writing this letter to ask you that Highways England abandons the idea of building a road through Rimrose Valley in Sefton. This area is one of only a few green spaces in and around South Sefton, and it is certainly a place of natural beauty. I believe that if local residents lose this public space, it would be extremely bad for both their mental and physical health. After the trauma of COVID lockdowns, this is even more of a concern to many people. I want to know why some people are wanting to destroy it, put it in half, just to build a road when we have lots of them already. It's just so sad. These children from Newfield, and it says, we're pupils of Newfield School and know about your plans to build a road through Rimrose Valley. We're writing this letter to ask you not to proceed with these. There are many reasons why Rimrose Valley should not be destroyed. Firstly, it's a beautiful place for family, friends and pupils of our school to go for a walk. Secondly, it's home to many different animals. How would you like it if we took away your home? And lastly, Dear Highways England, my name is Isaac and I am nine years old. I attend school in Netherton, which is quite close to Rimrose Valley. I know you are reasonable people. And I know that you will listen to the views of everybody, even if they are not what you want to hear. Many people in my area go to Rimrose Valley to walk dogs, go for a jog and pick berries. 
Most weeks I go for a work with my family in this beautiful nature reserve and we thoroughly enjoy it. Many years ago, my mum and auntie walked across from Rose Valley with their dad and grandparents every weekend, so they and myself treasure the area deeply. So please take the many people who walk here into mind, and please let all the species of wildlife keep their wonderful habitats. Also, due to the variety of trees here in Rose Valley, I'm able to climb them safely, and due to my lack of balance, it's a great place for me to build my confidence. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. There's loads more in there. They say it far better than we ever could, and that's kids from year six downwards, or primary school. Thank you for coming out to accept these, and if you'd like to say anything, that'd be wonderful. So first of all, thank you to um, all the children who put the time into this hard work. Um, really fantastic, and if nothing else, it's great that, that young people can get passionate about these sort of things. Um, we recognise the uh, right of people to protest peacefully and thank you for doing that. Um, as I say, I'm really pleased to receive this. In terms of the road, um, we, we believe it would be um, an important investment um, in the city region and the wider northwest. Um, as I'm sure you know, the existing road um, is heavily congested and has noise and pollution problems for those people who live alongside it. Um, we expect that through any planning process we would have um, strong restrictions placed upon us and expectations and requirements to protect biodiversity and to protect as much as we could um, the Rimrose Valley Park um, so that, that we can retain something um, for the local community. And through that planning process and as we develop the project, we will consult with, with the wider public. Um, that's all I've got to say at this point, but, but thank you for the right to, to, to reply. No thank, thank you. Thank you. After those rather uninspiring words, it would have been very easy for us to come away from this latest proposal disheartened. But we reminded ourselves that National Highways were never going to have a change of heart, or admit that they have made a monumental mistake in such a public setting. This very political response and their computer-says-no mentality was to be expected, and if anything, it simply reinforced the fact that National Highways as an organisation is incapable of listening. Instead, we hope that Stuart Jones and his Port of Liverpool access team take time to read every one of those letters and to reflect on the destruction they are planning. Is this really the kind of work they dreamt of doing when they were children? All in all, this was another fantastic and empowering day for everyone who participated. And it was exciting to see how many people were interested in our campaign as we journeyed on our walk through Manchester. The fight to save green space is not just a local or regional matter. It's a national and global issue. And that's why our fight will continue until these reckless plans are scrapped once and for all. Thank you to everyone who took part and those who supported us, but were unable to make it on the day. This podcast was created by the Friends Working Group, namely Tim Brunson, Janet McNulty, Sue Sinclair, 
Gary Young, Stu Bennett and myself, Linda Gaskell. Our music was composed and created by The Reeds. You can follow us on Twitter at Rimrose Valley and we are also on Instagram and Facebook. Keep up to date by subscribing to We Said No, wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to find out more information, get involved or support our campaign, please go to rimrosevalleyfriends.org.